Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am so, so pleased that you are all here with me today. Oh, we've got another fun show in store for you today uh, while we uh, try and work out some technical issues on Facebook. Um, I just wanted to first just give a, a big shout out to Dr. John D. Martini. I really appreciate him coming on the show last week and sharing his story with us. Actually, I learned quite a lot about him that even though I was very familiar with his work, I didn't really know his own personal story that much. So it was wonderful to have him come on the show and share that. So uh, thank you, D. Martini. Really appreciate that. I also want to thank um, all you people who've like been purchasing my book, Everyday Awakening, on Facebook. I mean, on Amazon and and all over bookstores. I really appreciate it. Um, it it's been getting so much positive feedback from it. The reviews are are piling up on Amazon. So if you've purchased a copy and you're enjoying reading it, um, and and you have some good things to say about it, please. Uh, go on to uh, Amazon and post your review of it because that helps other people to discover it and to find out about it. So I, I really would appreciate it if you did that. And lastly, I just want to say, uh, for those of you uh, who are curious, but we have more shows starting on talkradio.nyc before the end of the year. Yes, we have three new hosts, and one of them actually is going to do two totally different shows. Uh, so I highly encourage you to uh, go to talkradio.nyc and sign up for our newsletter so you can keep up to date on it. And And I just wanted to mention, I know I have you know a lot of people listening to the show from different places, but if you're interested in doing your own live podcast, uh, now is a great time to join us, um, really just spending from now until the end of the year focused on uh, bringing new hosts on, building up the content. We're growing. We're, we're, we are going to have more 
shows on the network than we've ever had before. It's very exciting. Got a lot of things in store for next year. So if anyone at all is interested out there in, in doing your own show and finding out what it takes to be a part of talkradio.nyc, please feel free to reach out to me. The easiest way is just email me at sam at talkradio.nyc or if you have a friend maybe who uh, has been talking about doing a podcast and doesn't know where to get started a great person to connect with me and what i'm finding also a lot it's really interesting like a lot of people who are now pivoted their business online because of everything that's happened with the pandemic they now realize that, you know, they need, they want to get a little more exposure online. Now their business, it's online. Like that's where the audience is. Great people for me to talk to. I have a lot of people coming to me who are basically people who've pivoted their business online. And now uh, they realize the value of something like having a show like this, which you can repackage and repurpose and reuse um, to connect with your audience. So uh I just wanted to to throw that out there and to let people know about that. Um, Okay, so let's get started with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Uh, Let's see uh, what they have in store for us today. All right. This is a long one from the universe. Let's see what the universe has in store for us. Shh. Don't say a word and off with the lights. Now is as good a time as any to watch It's a Wonderful Life. No, 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 not the one with Jimmy Stewart. The other one, you know, starring you. It's the best. A totally underdog, goosebump, come-from-behind kind of adventure. And what an ending. Woohoo! I especially love the part where you, in spite of all evidence to the contrary, finally declare enough is enough. Actually, far more colorful language is used because we don't have a rating system here. And you begin visualizing, putting up dream photos on the computer, refrigerator, and mirrors, and start performing simple acts of faith as if your dreams have already come true. Every single blooming day. The transformation that follows really pushes the envelope on believability. Except, of course, it's a true story. It's also a great psyched up watch for new souls, you know, before their first big plunge. Definitely two thumbs up. Tally ho, the universe. Ah, We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. I think reminding us how our own story is the greatest adventure that we are living. And that when we look at life as this great adventure, as this uh, juicy tale of, of magic unfolding before our very own eyes, that, you know, life starts to begin to be a little more fun, uh, that we can actually play with it a little bit more and we can actually uh, begin to do some incredible things, always reminding us to visualize, to, to set our intentions, to dream big, huge dreams and, uh, and start acting as if. 
beyond all possibility, beyond our imagination, beyond what reality tells us is true. When we start acting as if those dreams are reality, wow, what a, what a story we'll be able to tell one day, huh? Awesome. A two thumbs up quote of the day from the universe. All right, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. A bunch of weak people, even in numbers, aren't strong. Get a whole bunch of confused people together and see how much clarity comes out of it. In other words, you can't, you just can't add one more confused person to the pot and expect to get any more clarity. One standing outside of the confused group who is clear is more powerful than a million who are confused. Abraham. Hmm. Interesting quote from Abraham. One I don't think I've seen before. Really talking about the power of clarity and, and, and really emphasizing how if we are clear about our intentions, about what our focus is, about our, our dreams, hopes, and desires, that when we're really, really clear on it, it does not matter how many people there are around us who are confused, who don't know what they're doing, who are just kind of bopping around in time and space, that our clarity is far more powerful than other people's lack of clarity. And I believe Abraham is also trying to make the message that it's the more tuned in we are. That by being certain on what and who we are, that then it, in a way, kind of overrides whatever kind of energy might be around us. The, the negativity of people who are just talking all doom and gloom. The, the, the people who, who are, are divided in their own life and divided with others. That the more clear we are about ourselves, about being whole, being empowered, being just turned on to living life, the more of a force of nature we are, the more we can come into this world and really affect things in a positive way. And that how we're not really uh, uh, at the, the whim of nature, that we're not uh, at the mercy of all the things we see happening around us. But indeed, the more clarity we have within ourself and the more clear we are with how we respond to what's going on around us, that that clarity gives us a strength and a power that goes far beyond whatever confusion might be around us. And that it's more about how we choose to respond to any given situation, not the situation itself. Many of my loyal listeners have heard me say this over and over again. We may not have control over the outside world, but we have 100% control of what's going on within us. 
And it's our choice. It's our power to choose how we respond to what's going on and how we decide to show up in the world. Does not matter what anybody else thinks, says, or does. It doesn't matter how many other people think, say, or do whatever they're going to do. When we stand in our authenticity, when we are in alignment with what we know to be true for ourselves in our heart, in our mind, in our spirits, in our body, that presence is more powerful than any other influence in our life. Now, look, is this to say that other people's energy and and how other people are treating us doesn't affect us in some way? Of course, of course, we're human beings. We're giant antennas that are receiving this input from all around us all the time. Yet the more awareness we bring to what it is we are receiving and the more awareness we we bring to whether that is in alignment with what we want to create in life or not, then we have the power to really decide. I know I'm not feeling so hot right now because all this stuff going on, but this is not what I choose to focus on in this moment. And this is not what really serves me in this moment. So I'm going to choose to focus on what we can do, on what I can do in the moment. And for those of you who've heard me talk about my book and the genesis of of Everyday Awakening, you know, I made, I I drew a line in the sand and put a stake in the ground when, when the lockdown happened back in March. And I said to myself, I am not going to live into the fear that I see all around me. I'm going to invest in something that I feel will serve others and serve myself as well. And so, you know, I started working on the book with my editor the end of March. We finished in August. We came out with it in November. And the response that I'm receiving from people tells me I made the right decision. And that, yeah, I could have been like, oh, my God, I don't know where all this is going. I, the future is so uncertain. I don't know if it's a smart move to to do this right now or not. But no, no, by, by, by being clear, by being strong and certain on where I wanted to go, I was able to create something in the midst of all this craziness that many, many people have told me is adding so much value to their life. So two wonderful, excellent, powerful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. And I think, you know, maybe not so inapropos for who our guests are today, whom I will bring on after this commercial break. So stay tuned. Um, I see Patty, loyal listener, listening on the Facebook Live. Um, So please stay with us. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook Live. And we will be right back after this. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, I am uh, so, so pleased to now welcome uh, two amazing individuals. Um, Talking with people is what Mark Allen is all about. He is super nosy, I can attest to that, which has helped him become an award-winning talk show host and producer with more than 30,000 interviews. Wow. Spanning at least 10 years, he has chatted with business leaders, health pros, politicians, and people on the street. He has anchored local news, reported in the field. Oh, I didn't know you were a local news anchor. Reported in the field and hosted a movie, a trivia program as a former restaurant and food critic he somehow manages never to get invited to dinner i don't know mark we got to do something about that and as well we also have with us uh Servette hassan um who is an award-winning author of life and transition an intuitive path to new beginnings as well as the intuitive heart of romance and tune him in Turn him on. Uh, a student of the Mystic Masters of the Far East, Hassan is an, also a renowned motivational speaker who inspires others through her television and radio appearances, live seminars, and workshops. Born in Pakistan, she is also a citizen of England, Canada, and the U.S., and she considers herself a spiritual ambassador of the world, and they are both the co-authors of the new book, Growing Old Sucks. It sure does. You know, I've heard that term since <laughs> for the last 25 years. 
Welcome, uh, Mark and, and uh, Servette, to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Hey, thanks, Sam. Uh, Thank you, you invited me, by the way, to be on on uh, 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 Talk Radio uh, uh, dot New York uh, about three years ago. So we mm-hmm. finally got our act together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of happens that way. Mark and I met out in uh, uh, Oceanside, uh, California, at a uh, deep dive for the Evolutionary Business Council. So you know, he's one of those guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, Actually, I have a, to tell you at yeah. the end of. Our, our chat, because Sam and I and two other people um, were roomies. I'll let yes. you know if Sam snored and kept us awake. <laughs> uh, um, I may have to turn off your mic before that happens. I, I right. Um, so, so, so let me ask you, uh, uh, Mark, uh, what was, uh, and, and, and then, Servette, I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, mm-hmm. What made you decide to write a book about growing old? I, um, I don't believe in growing old. Uh, you know, Good. I'm a, I'm a neither kid. Neither do I. I'm sorry. Say that again, Sam. I said, neither do I. No, right. Well, I know that you're a big, big kid anyway. Um, and taller than I am, but, uh, I digress. Uh, I had this idea about 10 or 12 years ago and decided I was going to write a book. I didn't realize at that time how hard it is to sit down and write a book. And when I met um, Servette at, I think it was at the same deep, deep dive about three years ago, a little over that, um, Servette and I became immediate friends. I mean, you know, um, I call her up and ask her what I should make for dinner, uh, and we're about uh, 80 miles, 90 miles apart. Um, for my wife and family, uh, we, we talk a lot. And gotcha. when I gave her the idea, she said, we got to write the book together. And we, we uh-huh. did. She kicked me in my butt very hard. And, we, and the book happened. Uh, the reason I wanted to do it is I saw a lot of people saying, growing old sucks, but I didn't think it did. Mm. I really, I still don't. Mm. Uh, I think that growing old is in your mind. And there are uh, people who hit 40, 45, 50, even 30. And they say, you know, life is over. I'm done. And they sit on the couch the rest of their life. And this book, I'm going to use a, um, something that you said during your, your, your uh, uh, opening uh, uh, remarks. Turned on to life. I am so turned on to life. Well, at least most of the time. Sometimes I'm an Eeyore, uh, from, but most of the time I am turned on to life. And that's what this book is all about. Uh, it's an easy read. It's fun. We think it's there's a lot of humor in it. I mean, we talk about sex. Um, just because you're old doesn't mean you can't, you know, mess around. It's, it, it, it's a good thing to do. So, so Servette, let me ask you, what right. was it about the idea that you thought was a good idea? And it's like, yeah, let's write a book about being older. Well, I agree with Mark. I think I'm against anti-aging because if you anti-age, you're dying. Um, right. So I, I and I wanted a book that had um, a male perspective as well as a female, which I have never done before. And I want it to be about aging with attitude. 
because if you have the right attitude, you don't actually age anyway. You're just embracing who you are, your actual true self. Uh, there's a quote, a really good quote in the very beginning of the book from David Bowie. Um, oh, here's the book. I'm going to read the quote. From Bowie. Um, oh, wow. David Bowie, of all people, said, aging is an extraordinary process where you become the person you always should have been. Mm. And I read that quote and I heard this idea from Mark and I said, yeah, this is the best time of our lives if we want it to be. If we know how to embrace exactly who we are and live the life we choose to live. Right. Our life, our way. And then I uh, and then he had this idea and we put it together. Cool, cool. Um, Mark, I'm curious, when you were working on the book, did, did you kind of mention it to like other people? And, and did you get any kind of like skeptical looks like, huh, you want to write a book about that? No, actually, <laughs> excuse me, actually not. Actually, I had very good feedback uh, when I originally thought of the idea uh, I just didn't really know how to go about it and mm. I think that that people just said wow everybody as you said at the beginning everybody has heard the term growing old sucks the tagline but it doesn't have to is up to you you said in your opening everything comes from within it's yeah. something I believe and I know that Servette does as well. And so what we've done is we've said, hey, stop listening to the crap that's outside. Listen to what's inside. Right. And that's the important thing. And so we talk about, in the book, we talk about, as I said, sex. We talk about food. What if, God forbid, you're divorced and you're 65 years old and you've never been in the kitchen. That can be both a man and a woman. It doesn't matter. So mm -hmm. we talk about eating and making a meal for yourself. Uh, we've got a, a, a Facebook live show on Tuesdays. It runs up to it, up to 30 minutes. And we we're talking about uh, food and drink and how easy it can be to make a wonderful meal, most of them are pretty healthy, and to enjoy life. Because to me, food is art. Food mm -hmm. is a part of life, okay? Yeah. Food is a pleasure, part. right? It, it's, it's about having pleasure in life. Right. Yes, or you like can I go said. To Trader Joe's, or you can go to Trader Joe's and, uh, and fake tikka, tikka marsala. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> That's me. I, I think it's important to remember that if we want our world to change, you know, if you want your world to change, you have to change. So Absolutely. it does come from within. And it, it's all about not not fighting who we're becoming, but becoming more of who we should be or want to be. And, right. and living our life, not for our kids or our, our husband or wife or for our friends or for any of those things that we probably did when we were a, a lot younger. Now we can just say, you know what, this is lot, my life to live as I choose hmm. and, and go about it any way you want, which doesn't mean you have to go out and, and skydive, but do the things that you wanted to do that you've never done. Just like um, one of the points in the book is that in order to stay young and to not let growing old suck is to embrace new things, try new things, to continually grow 
mentally and physically. Yeah, I, I remember hearing a few years ago that there was some study done where they found that um, if you changed your path of how you would go to work and back, go back and forth every day, even by like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a New York City guy. So like I take the subways and walk. I don't drive. A lot of people drive. But if you like turn down a different block or you walk a different way or you get off the stop before and you just mix it up and just don't do it the path exactly the same every day that it actually helps to create the brain helps to keep the brain young and creates different neural pathways um so there's right. actually like even little things we can do to to help us to stay more vibrant and, and more um healthy uh, mentally, emotionally, as well as physically, right, Servette? Right. Um, one of the things that Mark talks about in the book is he and his wife both, uh, if you brush your teeth with your right hand, they both do it with their left hand every other day or so. Because it simple things like that, like you said, just taking a different path to work, uh, using a different hand to brush your teeth or brush your hair, uh, doing, mixing things up a little bit, keeping your mind active, exercising your mind is just as important as exercising your body. Mm -hmm. So I truly believe in that. And that one of the things Mark is doing too, I'll let him talk about it, is they, they're trying new recipes. They're trying uh -huh. new things on the show they do on Tuesday nights. Uh, learn a language. Any of those things that keep your mind in shape will keep your body in shape as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I, Mark, I... I have yeah, a question right. for you, though. Uh, right. Since you're married, did, did your wife get jealous about you doing this book with Servette? <laughs> no, she was glad because I, 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 I didn't bug her. <laughs> great, so she, great. She said, I, hey, don't bother me. Call Servette. Cool, so bad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a huge relief on her. She's like, yeah, okay, exactly. he's got someone else to bug. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Carol um, was really good about, about it. Actually, Carol helped us. Uh, she did a, an edit or two on the book. She enjoyed it. And when she, uh, Carol's, uh, uh, like a, a lot of wives, uh, is a, um, how do I say this nicely? I can't. Uh, she's a <laughs> harsh, harsh critic. When I'm producing a video, I show it to her and she goes, eh. Or she goes, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I know mm -hmm. that I'm on the right track. The same thing with the book. Uh, okay, great, great. Right. Um, all right, uh, we're going to take our next break. And when we come back, uh, Servette, I'd like to ask you a little bit about sort of aging in different cultures because it's different depending on where you are. Like there's a certain th way that we see things here and there's a certain way mm -hmm. they're seen in other places, okay? So we'll, we'll kick off the next segment with that and then... God knows where it'll take us. Okay. <laughs> so everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Mark Allen and Servette Hassan, uh, authors of the new book, Growing Old Sucks, But It Doesn't Have To. And we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, 
we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m. So tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You know you have it, the potential for a more rewarding life, a life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Awaken Your Hidden Genius and Transform Your Life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life-transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to couragetochange.us. That's couragetochange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to couragetochange.us. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So Now You Know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Mark Allen and Servette Hassan, authors of the book, Growing Old Sucks. So, Servette, you're a global citizen. You, you, you've been all over the place. Different cultures kind of view getting older differently, don't they? They sure do. And one of the hardest ones is America. Because... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this, you know, because there's so much emphasis on staying young, looking young, being thin, being pretty, Botox, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Where in other countries like France, for instance, they really just embrace who they are and love their wrinkles and everything else and, and, and move forward. Also, I think they're more revered as they age mm-hmm. than they are here. And in, in many countries like Pakistan, um, you become the sage as you age, you know, mm-hmm. and they look to you for wisdom and respect rather than, you know, here. So it is a bit different. And I do talk, we do talk about that in the book as well. We talk about how, you know, don't, who cares? What other people think of you is none of your business. Live your life the way you want to live it. And that's one of the main points of the book as well. 
Right, right. One one of the things I was I find very curious was my wife is from China, is mm-hmm. that you know in China when you're elderly you're you're very respected just for reaching a certain age and stuff. However, mm-hmm. what I find interesting is at like sixty or sixty five you're considered old already. Whereas here in the United States, lots of people are 60, 65, even 70 really aren't that old yet. I mean, really, it's like not until you're in your 70s or 80s that you're considered, quote, unquote, old. Uh, Sam, let me interrupt just for a second. Just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the president of the United States is in his 70s. Right. Um, there may be a little dementia there, but uh, <laughs> the next guy coming in is, is also in his 70s. Right. So I think that that, that age that ageism mm-hmm. okay is is hopefully changing mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so uh, i'm curious mark what advice would you have towards people who are maybe having a little bit of a difficult time with with dealing with being older not that they necessarily themselves so much have such a problem with it but the way they feel they're being treated as an older person i'll give you a good example uh, I was talking to some friends, uh, a client, and she was having trouble uh, uh, with her computer. And she said, I'm going to have to wait. I can't do this now. I have to wait till my son comes over. And I said, how old is your son? He's 29. I said, great. I think that's terrific. But why don't you Google the problem that you're mm-hmm. having and, and solve it yourself? And she looked at me with a blank stare. You can do that? I said, yeah. I said, I'll bet it's an easy fix. Uh, you know, I'm holding up my iPhone. How many times does uh, a, a parent uh, is trying to do something on the iPhone, the kid just grabs it away, 20-year-old, yeah. 30-year-old kid grabs it away and says, hey, I'll do it. You mean, um, you mean like 10-year-old or 12-year-old kid, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean the 30-year-old kid. But even a 10-year-old is doing the same thing. Uh, it's frustrating uh, with technology. The three of us did not grow up with technology, okay? Sam, you, you may have had an Atari, um, but I was, I'm older than that. I didn't have an Atari. Mm. I still don't like video games. They make me nauseous, but... Um, <laughs> so, so, Mark, I noticed something over the recently in the last few years that there have been a number of TV series created about older people um there's the one with uh jane fonda and lily tomlin oh that's such a great show uh, oh what was and it called frankie, frankie and grace frankie, frankie and grace, grace. I'm a big fan. yeah yeah and, and i just i mean just because i love them as as actresses so I, I've, I've watched a f- you know few episodes and there was one episode where like they were uh, um I think it was Lily Tomlin was like in the supermarket or was it Jane Fonda in the supermarket and, and the checkout person was just completely ignoring them. And so she ended up just like taking her stuff and walking out of the supermarket without paying for it because it was like they were invisible. Right. And, and I thought that, that, you know, it was very funny the way they portrayed it, but it highlighted something that sometimes people of that age feel like they're invisible, that, that younger people just ignore them. Well, and what you said is right. Uh, unfortunately, you know, here in America, people want to be youthful. I mean, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they want instant youth. They want all the wrinkles to go away. 
um, they want the, well, I'd like the neck to... The, the chin tuck, anyway. yeah. <laughs> right? But with, with, with uh, uh, the Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda show, they covered a lot of things in there that people don't know about, okay? Mm. Uh, for example, sex, again, with yeah. people. I mean, Jane Fonda is 80-plus years old, and, you know, I'd ask for a pass if you know what I mean. I mean, she's gorgeous. <laughs> Your wife yep. would let you do it anyway. My, yeah. uh, they, you know, Lily Tomlin, at her age, in her 70s, is a proponent of cannabis. Yeah, she yeah. smokes pot. Uh, people don't know that. Uh, there are sitcoms where the the father will go up to the wife and give her a hug, and the mm. kids will say, "Ew, yeah. get a room." You know, don't yep. do that. You're too old. Why? Yeah. Um, and, and and then there's that other one with um, uh, 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 Michael Douglas and. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 what's his name? The Kaminsky method. Yeah, Alan Arkin. And Alan Arkin. I love Alan Arkin. He was amazing. Um, Servette, there are differences though between men and women a bit getting older, aren't there? Yes, (laughs) there are. They, um, men can get old and gray and they just look more debonair as opposed to women who start to feel, and and they still get more work. Stop that, Mark. (laughs) And they do, I mean, look at George Clooney. I mean, he's he's almost 60 and he just gets better looking. And that's just our standard of how we approach people as they age. And women get the shorter end of the stick with that. You yeah. know, but um, but like you said, Mark, look at look at people like Jane Fonda. I mean, she looked I know she's had a lot done. Yeah. Um, but even so, I'm 62. I don't mind saying that I'm a cancer survivor, so I will not wow. ever be able to, or want to choose to have anything ever done to mm-hmm. myself. But I'm OK with that. I really am. I'm fine with that. I just think that, you know, if, like I said, what other people think of me as we age becomes less and less important, or it should, you know? And I'll let Servette know as she ages uh, how she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) See, I I told you, Sam, you should have had us on years ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I probably would have kicked uh, you off by then. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, Servette, I would like to, to to just ask you because you're you've, you're very much um, uh, grounded in 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 the mystical traditions and, and spiritual mm-hmm. stuff. You know, in some spiritual traditions, like like with the Kabbalah, you you can't even study the Kabbalah until you're thirty or forty years old. The, the in, in in spiritual traditions, really, the view of aging is is so different, isn't it, than what we see in modern society? It is. Um, you know, really, in spirituality, though, and truly, there is no time. We are all eternal. So I think that we just embrace where we are for what we are. You know, I was born in Pakistan in like, you know how old I am, 1958. They were burying baby girls alive when I was born. My name in English means treasure because they didn't bury me. So um, they also, when a baby is born, wear black. 
and when someone dies, they wear white and their wedding color is red. But, um, you know, they, they wear white when people pass because they feel like, yeah, you, you're done here. You've, you've learned what your soul came here to learn and you're going to a better place. And when you're born, you're wearing black because it's not the greatest place to be. <laughs> it's like you're here to learn some lessons and hopefully you'll make the best of it and have a really good time. But, um, you know, it's all about your internal growth, your inner self and where that's going to take you. You talked about that in the beginning, Sam, with your quotes right. from Abraham. And, and so, yeah, it really aging is, is uh, if you look at it spiritually, there is no such thing. You're just right. on a journey and enjoy it. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Mark, we just got about a minute before we go to break. Uh, I'm curious uh, what, um, kinds of sources like what kinds of research did you do for this book in terms of like did you find that there's a lot of literature about how to age better or is there actually not that much of it there's not that much of it i mean you, you know uh, there's medical stuff there's some psychological stuff but what we tried to do is to incorporate through interviews and our own experience how to age with attitude and nobody mm. nobody is doing that uh, one of the things that i talk about is that to me talking about a, 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 a the next life the next part of the journey is okay but what's really important is what you do here helping mm. other people being with other people um being a friend that being with your family being a good dad it's you know, my best productions for my kids. Um, I think that's what's really important. This life. And I think that's what Growing Old Sucks is all about. Making this life as best as it can be. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, cool. Cool. I think it's a great note to end this segment on. When we come back, uh, I would like you both to maybe give our audience some tips, um, you know, a few more, you know, what can people do little, little simple things on a daily basis that, um, you know, can help them to feel better um, as they grow older, maybe help prepare themselves uh, for what's to come and, and do it in a way that really serves them. Okay. All right. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Mark Allen and Servette Hassan, authors of the book, co-authors of the book, Growing Old Sucks, but it doesn't have to. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc.
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Mark Allen and Servette Hassan, authors of the book Growing Old Sucks. So, um, Mark, what advice would you have for people who are starting to feel their age a little bit and, and are, are sort of more conscious about what's going on, maybe about, you know, moving in that direction that we're not so happy about usually a little more aware of it than they used to be. What would you recommend for people? Well, Servette uh, had said earlier, you know, I brush my teeth with my left hand a couple of times a week. Um, I go to the market different ways, especially now with COVID. Uh, I go to different markets um, where I live in Southern California um, we're just catching up to things like, uh, you know, order your groceries online um, and we, you can pick them up. So I'm trying different things all the time. And that's, I think, the key. Uh, I actually don't feel any differently physically than I did when I was in my 20s. All right. I have a little pain here and a little pain there. <laughs> but for the most yes. part, I ignore them. Uh, in here... Uh, I'm the same. When I shave, I shave without my glasses. We we all wear. You, do you wear, you have contacts, right, Servet? Or no. not? No? no, she's got great eyes. So I I shave without my glasses uh, because I look better to myself. So all of <laughs> can't the, that be a little dangerous? I mean, if I do that, yeah. I get like nicks and cuts everywhere. Well, yeah. as my wife said, my eyes aren't all that bad. But, ah. um, but I've been wearing glasses since I'm 15. When I'm working on the computer or editing or, or uh, doing video production, I don't have my glasses on. I, I, I find them a hindrance. Um, but trying different things, like cooking, like having sex in the kitchen, like um, uh, uh, going for a walk in a different part of your neighborhood, um, uh, you know, going to the market and looking at something that's on a shelf and buying it, even though you don't know what the hell it is. Uh, 
know. Yeah, my wife and I, we used to be members of a, uh, a CSA. It, they call it community supported agriculture. It's like you buy a share of a farmer's crop and then once a week for so many weeks, you'd, you'd just pick up whatever it is and you get a handful of this and a pound of that and some of right. this and some of that. Right. And we, we got, uh, you know, all these vegetables and produce and, and half the stuff we like, didn't know how to cook. We didn't know what it was. It's the first time getting it, but we're like, okay, we, we bought yeah. it. We may as well do something with it. Absolutely. And I think that's important. I keep going back to food because I, I do two kinds of analogies. One are food and the other is Broadway show music. And by <laughs> the way, I have to interrupt and myself and you and everybody else, Sam did not snore. You thought yeah. I was going to forget. He no. didn't snore as much as Robert Clancy. <laughs> well, not as much as not saying much. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, what what advice and what recommendations, what, what practices maybe do you have that you think would be helpful for people? Well, for women, especially, we're not doctors. You know, we did talk to a couple in the book. I talked to one in particular, my sister-in-law, who's an endocrinologist, who, um, you know, says women should be aware of hormone therapies and things like that, because as boomers, you know, you're going to have gone through menopause or will be or have been. And um, so, all of those things are important. So you, you should keep up with your medical checkups. Um, osteoporosis is a big problem for women more so than men, although they do have issues with it as well. 10,000 steps a day is what they recommend so that you can you ward that off. So walking, um, exercising is extremely important. Keep your body moving. That's key. Um, so getting up and walking and exercises that don't require that aren't um, easy on your body, like swimming is a lot easier on your body, believe it or not, than walking because you've mm-hmm. got the water to help you. Biking is a lot easier because you've got the bike. <laughs> so mm-hmm. things that you can do walking, running or even just uh, tennis those kinds of things are a lot better for you. So I think just be but really key, get that body off the couch. Yeah. And, um, and then drinking helps too. <laughs> Red uh, wine. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that. Are you drinking water or drinking alcohol? <laughs> A little Red alcohol. wine cannot hurt. <laughs> cannot hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things my wife and I, I mean, we started doing it before, but we started doing it more diligently after the lockdown because we live close to Central Park in Manhattan is you know, three to four, sometimes five nights a week, we'll go for a walk after dinner in the park. And we'll walk from anywhere from two and a half to three and a half to four and a half miles sometimes. And uh, we found that just the consistency of doing it all the time, like really helps and that we can, we've, you know, really started to notice the difference after, you know, just a few months. And your wife protects you on those walks? Absolutely. She's okay. fierce. You don't mess with my wife and she'll <laughs> cut you in a minute. All right. We just got a few minutes left. Um, Mark, I'm curious, you know, we mentioned before how uh, things, the ageism is starting to shift a little bit in this, in the United States. Do you see like attitudes towards aging shifting as, as this huge segment of the population starts moving into these older years? Well, they have to. And the reason they have to is just what you said. There are more of us than there are of them. <laughs> sheer numbers. We got them by sheer, sheer numbers. numbers. Okay. It's just the fact. 
That, that's how it is. We, as uh, those of us who are over 50, um, maybe a little bit more uh, older than that, we have to understand that we have the power. You know, advertisers are ignoring us, hmm. you know, but it's interesting. If you watch something like Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy, they have products that are geared to seniors or what they think mm -hmm. are seniors. It used to be Geritol, which I think is still a vitamin. I think it's still around. Yeah. Uh, but they've got, you know, things like Depends. If you go mm. to Costco, they have a, a whole aisle of Depends. Depends wow. kids, Depends uh, 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 men, women. Uh, uh, just, it, it's, it's amazing to me. Um, and they talk about incontinence primarily for older people. To hell yeah. with that stuff, yeah. you know. Why not? Why not talk about a cruise, um, and show, you know, show older people on the cruise. We mm. can afford it for yeah. for the most part. Where a twenty yeah. year old can't go to uh, a cruise on uh, in the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, us. right now nobody's cruising, but yes, uh, <laughs> not right now. Yeah, no. I, I remember once my mom retired and she made a couple of friends at the senior center. She was cruising with her friends like almost all the time it was crazy yeah. uh servette mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to in the future um peace peace of mind more than anything i think that's the goal um to, with our souls with ourselves with our spirituality with my family with my friends i think that uh, one of the ways that i i do that every day is i do meditate but i also take time at night to be in gratitude and be thankful for all the things that I do have and all the things that I don't have. Because sometimes if I don't have them, as Buddha would say, so sometimes not getting what you want is the best thing that could ever happen to you. So Absolutely. I embrace that as well. And I look forward to being more and more at peace and loving to not only others, but to myself. Absolutely. It yeah. all starts with ourselves, right? That's right. That's Absolutely. right. All right, we just got a few seconds left. Mark, where can people find the book? Uh, two places. Go to Amazon.com, type in Growing Old Sucks, 99 cents for the Kindle version. Come on, people, 99 <laughs> cents. It's a great thing. You can also buy the hard copy or the soft copy that uh, is uh, standing up behind me. Uh, you can also go to GrowingOldSucks.com. GrowingOldSucks.com, there's a link to Amazon uh, there. There's a little video that plays. It's got a little bit of a bio on Servette uh, and myself. And those are the ways to get the book. 99 cents. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well listen, Servette, Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Appreciate you taking your time to share your message with our audience. I wish you much, much success with the book. I know Having come out with a book recently myself, how much work and effort it is to get it out there. So uh, people listening, go out, Growing Old Sucks, 99 cents. Hey, come on. And if you don't want to buy it for yourself, maybe there's some friends you can give it to or relatives. Maybe not friends. You don't want to insult anybody, but maybe some relatives. Give it to anybody. Appreciate it. So, so go out and get the book. Thank you again. Enjoy uh, the rest of your day, Mark Servette. Thank you, you. Sam. Thank you. Thank and, you. And thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in every week right here on talkradio.nyc and on our Facebook Live video. I so appreciate you. We couldn't be doing this without you. 
And again, uh, just as a reminder, uh, if you know we're doing a big push for the end of the year, bringing new hosts on next week. I'm, I'm not going to until everything is final. It's not going to say, it, but there could be four new shows, or at the very least two new shows, but as many as four new shows joining the station next week. So please stay tuned and 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 check them out. And coming up next, it's Ken Foster and his show, Voices of Courage, followed later this afternoon by Antonia at 5 p.m. Eastern time with uh, So Now You Know, and at 7 p.m. tonight, Graham Foster, Grand Dobbins and his show. Uh, the mind behind leadership. Interestingly enough, he's interviewing Dr. John Martini. Mm, the nerve of that mm. guy. Thank you all for, for being with us. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you next week. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So now you know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. 
Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.